As a 35-year student of the work of R. Buckminster Fuller, I have found his core foundation of self-disciplines very inspiring. For reference, see his book, Critical Path, Chapter 4. About 15 years ago, I resolved to create my own. I will be clear, this was not the first time I had created a code to live by. The distinction is that this was the first time I created a code that I knew in my heart resonated with my highest values and that I held and continue to hold with the highest commitment. All of these years later, my self-disciplines have become habits, so ingrained are they. Yet they are also up for realignment, review, reframing, revision and adaptation. Life is, after all, emergent. I was determined to keep this list as brief as possible and to have it become a part of my daily practice of review and reflection. Hello, this is Christine McDougall, and this is Sunday Centropy for June 5th, 2022, How to Create a Life of Freedom, the Art and Practice of Self-Discipline. Thank you for joining. It is an act of self-deception to create self-disciplines and throw them into a drawer to become lost in the never-never of failed promises to self. Each day I read this list and checked that I honoured my agreement with myself. If I was unable or unwilling to honour this agreement with myself, then I watched as my self-esteem eroded. I became a person I was unable to trust. I was not my word. Discipline means disciple unto the self. Disciple unto the self. Disciple is a pupil. It means to learn, to take part, to grasp intellectually. An important distinction to make about discipline is that to truly be a disciple unto the self, we need to discriminate between when to do what we have said we would do because to not would be failing ourselves and others, and when the body, mind, soul would be better served to take a break. I learned this skill through my sport. Every day for close to 30 years, I have risen early and participated in some form of endurance sport, running, swimming, biking, and more recently, surfing. On rare days, my health is better served to stay in bed. How do we know the difference between serving our health by resting and the voice of procrastination and laziness winning the day? There is a fine distinction between discipline and obsession. Obsession is when the mind ego is in control. Discipline is when the self, our highest wisdom, is clearly heard and acted on. Learning to distinguish between the voice of the ego and the voice of the higher self is one of the journeys we take as we learn to honour self. Show me anyone who has ever achieved anything of significance without a healthy dose of self-discipline. Many people find discipline abhorrent. In our world, the search for freedom is such a big deal that we have simply forgotten that the partner of freedom is discipline. They are paired forever as the two sides of a coin. Unity is plural at minimum two, says Bucky Fuller. If you want more freedom, consider then your own self-disciplines. If you want to be a better leader or parent, consider your own self-disciplines. 
I share with you now the list I have as my core self-disciplines. I do this to give you a template to potentially be inspired to create your own list or code. I will go through each one briefly, explaining what they are and what they mean to me. They are in no particular order. Each one is significant and synergistic. Number one, clean communication. If you've been a follower of Sunday Syntropy, you'll know that I have written about this many times. This simply means I have zero relational charge today and from my past. I have no residual upset. There is nothing about another person's actions or words to me that disturbs me on any level. Clean communication is one of the core elements of a syntropic enterprise. It is also one of the modules we cover in the upcoming Dare to Care program, which will be commencing September 19th, 2022. Number two, daily exercise, maintain health. This one is easy for me as I have been practicing health and self-care for 35 years. However, it is important that I keep this on the list as I also get to look at the multiple ways I maintain health. Good food from local suppliers, great sleep, great company and emotional support, plenty of exercise that makes me feel good and happy, keeping my weight at its right place, Dining in venues that are passionate about good food are some of the components of great health for me. I feel vital, alive, and energized most of the time. My preference is to do my exercise outdoors in nature. I am a natural endurance athlete. Long distance running, swimming, and now surfing are my main activities. Number three. Spend less than I earn. Spend only cash for personal items. I learned this the hard way after accumulating credit card debt. I also learned that predatory capitalism wants to keep people in debt. As a result of being in debt, I spent many years invested in understanding money, credit, debt, finance, capitalism, economics, currency, and complementary currency. I wanted to no longer be a victim and pawn to take back my agency in reference to money. I cut up all credit cards nearly two decades ago and only spend when I have the cash to pay for it. Number four, learn fully from my mistakes. Mistakes are the way we learn. Mistakes are good. Yet we often see them as bad. They become bad if we make the same mistake over and over again. To take the time to review mistakes, understand our process in making them, and be certain we do not need to repeat the mistake again is a worthy investment of time. You will know when you have learned the lessons from the mistake because there will be zero residue. See clean communication. No guilt, shame, embarrassment, upset, angst, anger. All gone very liberating. Number five, be in gratitude. People I admire most alive and dead speak and write about gratitude and the daily practice of gratitude. We can always find something to be grateful for. We breathe, we think, we move. As a runner, I am always grateful for being able to walk and run. 
those times when I am injured and unable to walk or run without pain remind me of the very simple pleasure of running and walking freely. Gratitude has become an always-on-all-the-time way of being. Even when I am not experiencing joyous moments, I try to find a perspective that includes gratitude. We have so much to be grateful for. Number six, give more than I take. Generosity of heart, mind and spirit is worth cultivating. There is a big distinction between givers and takers. Persistent takers are energy vacuums. Some givers need to learn to receive. They can find receiving unbearable, potentially highlighting a part of themselves that feels unworthy. I aim to be ever mindful of giving more and to be sure that I do. Giving comes in many forms, a kind thought, a smile, a compliment, physical gifts, time, energy, prayer, or kindness. When I feel resentment in giving, I review my boundaries and communication. I might also challenge my own fear of lack. Number seven, be open and receptive. An open mind and open heart require vigilance to maintain. It is very easy for us to shut down. We either shut down our thinking and live in righteousness or shut down our heart and block expansiveness and love. We can also shut down our body and withdraw ourselves from the world. As we grow in maturity, we do need to learn discrimination and when it is wise to build some boundaries and protections. Not every message out there is healthy for the soul. Distinguishing between messages sent with love and to add value and messages sent to harm and overpower is an important part of learning how to be open and receptive. Number eight, impeccable integrity. The practice of integrity is multifaceted. Integrity means wholeness. To live an integrous life means to live in truth at every level of self, expressing ourselves as we were designed, expressing in centropic world our pattern integrity. On the micro level, it means no lying, either overtly or covertly. It means that what we say to ourselves and others is what we do. It means taking the highest road possible. When we look into our eyes in the mirror, we know we are in truth. Number nine, using gravitational attraction as my marketing plan. Gravitational attraction is about increased mass. I don't mean literal physical mass, but metaphysical energetic mass. The more we live in impeccable integrity and all of the other self-disciplines mentioned, the more the metaphysical mass we have. And the more mass we have, the more attractive our expression into the world becomes. There are some very subtly seductive marketing methods that make my skin crawl. They appeal to our greed, lack, loneliness, or our desires to be rich. We read their long spills and find ourselves saying yes to something that we actually don't really want. Bucky Fuller refused to market at all. While I do think his choice was extreme, and he did so consciously to demonstrate how the universe would support him, integrous marketing allows for the people who want and need the services you are offering 
to be able to find you to make a clear choice that is in their highest interests. It means offering way more value than people expect and allowing relationships to build through generosity. Simultaneously, a clear acknowledgement of the value you have to offer is presented. When we stand for a purpose that is far greater than we are, a purpose that we care so much about, then asking for that purpose to be supported as it needs to be supported, not as we need it to be supported, is easy. Number 10. Say no to anything unless it's an absolute yes. When we are in complete alignment and every cell, muscle and heartbeat says to us, yes, this is an absolute yes. Anything that is not this needs to be put on hold, worked through, with more questions to be asked until we reach the place of yes. This practice means we avoid the after experience of, if only I had listened to myself. It honours our infinite wisdom. I invite you to write and commit to your own self-disciplines. Often it is better to start with only one, especially if you have lived with self-deception for too long. Start with the one that you will absolutely commit to. Do this until the self-discipline becomes a habit. Then choose the next one. This is how to live free, to live light, to keep our own integrity. I'd love to hear how you go with this. Thank you for listening. I love answering your questions. So if you have any questions for this episode or previous episodes, please visit centropic.world forward slash podcast and click the orange button. Hi, Steve from Melbourne here. And my question is... Hi, this is Robin from warm and sunny Tanzania. My question is... Good morning. This is uh, Michael Freiber from Germany. My question is... Hi, this is Colleen in the Netherlands. My question is... Hi, this is Cindy from beautiful Cambridge. Hello, I am Paul Epping from the Netherlands. And my question for the podcast... Bonjour, my name is Dorothy from Brussels, Belgium. Hi, my name is Ivan from Cali, Colombia, but I'm living in Bali right now. Uh, so my question is... Hi, I'm Rochelle Armstrong from North East Victoria, Australia. My question is... Hiya, this is Lorraine in Montreal, Canada, and my question is... And that completes my question. And that completes my question.